VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. And welcome to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and it's always an honor and pleasure to be with you each week. This is a program that helps you make your dreams come true, shows you how to turn your problems into solutions and your obstacles into opportunities, and and just also have fun and joy in life. And today is one of those fun and joyful programs. And you can give us a call if you're listening on Monday, March 24th. You can call us at 866-472-5788 right here on voiceamerica.com. And remember, this show is syndicated on the Internet, so you can listen at any time that your shows are archived, and you can listen live today. Today we are talking about food, but in a really fun way. We're talking about cooking for lovers from the kitchen to the bedroom. My guest is Chef Gernard Wells, whose new book is 88 Ways to Her Heart. Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. And he steps out of the culinary box to carve a unique niche and champion the art of love cooking. Since food is at the heart of many activities throughout our lives, this is really what we're talking about today. Welcome, Chef Wells. Hello. (laughs) All right. How did you come up with all this? And how did you, did you do research to figure out what the love foods were? (laughs) <laughs> well, over time, I did do research, but my my biggest inspiration came just from me starting out cooking at such a young age, and because I actually started cooking when I was 10, but it wasn't until I was 16 years old that I realized that I could get dates by being able to cook good meals. <laughs> so I said, I must be on, I must be on to something. Is that, and, and, how you, is that how your wife fell in love with you? As a matter of fact, it is. As a matter of fact, it is. Mm-hmm. After preparing so many meals, she actually proposed to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what would you, number one, what would you say is like a number one love food? I mean, we hear about things like oysters being an aphrodisiac, and we hear all that, but what do you say about love foods? The, the key to any love food and what I have realized over years is that when you provide, when you put fruit with any food, see, it doesn't have to be a uh, oysters or shrimp per se, which is a good aphrodisiac food. You know, just say if you're cooking your traditional chicken, just take you a little lime or either some lemon and a nice peach and blend it with it, and you'll find out you'll get a different chemical reaction when you put it in your mouth. And Mm. see, one of the things that I've always shared to people, and some people find it kind of humorous, but food and love has really been around since the beginning of time. We just Mm. ignore it, and I give you a prime example. If you think about Adam and Eve, what got us where we was? It was the apple, right? It was because yeah. of the simple. It was because of the simple fact. Eve saw an apple that looked good, and she wanted to eat it. And because Adam knew that we wasn't supposed, he wasn't supposed to eat it, but he loved her so much that he did it. Now that's some food and love for you, right there. Yeah, interesting. And is it? Would you say the apple is a food of love? Yeah. The apple, the apple, the apple is a is a key fruit in a lot of things that we do. You know, hey, and I always tell people, you know, we want to take strawberries to the bedroom, different things. Take your nice apple and then share it. Oh, that's great. All right, well, you know, in your book here, I mean, you have so many. It's so interesting. You start with, well, you, obviously we have desserts, but you do everything. I mean, you start with appetizers and main courses and desserts and salads and soups. So you're saying all of these, you know, you can make in love style, vegetarian, uh, and then you talk about how they're organized. What is it that makes these romantic? What is it that you're putting in, let's say, an appetizer? So, for example, oh, there's just so many wonderful things here, like buffalo wings. <laughs> you know, the, the key is really what all of them I have 
certain unique ingredients that you would put in them, but the key is it's about the way you are feeling when you prepare it. That's why if you notice in my book that I have different love sayings and certain short stories that I tell and have you to read before preparing a meal, and that's pretty much that's to set the tone. Because, see, we cook the way we feel. If you have a bad day and you come in and you cook your meal for your family and you're feeling bad, that's the way your meal is going to be. But if you notice when you have those good days and you prepare a meal and everyone is eating and they're like, ooh, what did you put in this? What did you do? You didn't do anything outside of the normal. It was just about the way your emotions was when you prepared it. Do you also think, too, and this has happened for me, if you're going out to dinner with somebody who's really special, do you think sometimes the food tastes better because you're with somebody that's special to you? That's that's the key. That is the key. And, see, that's one of the, the reasons why I developed the book the same way a restaurant menu is set up. You'll notice you have your appetizers, your soups and salads, your main dishes, then your love desserts and your vegetarian meals. But I set it up the same way a restaurant menu is set up because we'll go to a restaurant, we'll eat a nice, good gourmet meal, and we'll, the tone will be set and we'll be feeling good and we'll be into each other. But by the time we get in the car, fight through traffic and get home, the whole mood is gone. Mm-hmm. So with 88 Ways to a Heart, you can prepare that same gourmet meal in the comfort of your own home. That way you never have to leave your set, as well as to save you money, too. Mm. You know, this is an interesting one um, right here. You talk about the spinach dip, and you write this little phrase, strengthen her love spinach dip, and you write, revel in her love and her beauty, tighten the bridge to her heart, and strengthen the bond between the two of you. Promise to keep her, love her, and protect her heart in more ways than one. Promise a lifelong of love and fun, and ensure no doubts that she is the one. Now, how did you how did you attach that to spinach? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Well, when I um, I was talking to, uh, there was, this was before me and my wife had gotten married, and that I was when me and her was just dating, and she was talking to me about about you know iron and you know how she wanted to be strong. We was joking, and I actually I was in the kitchen, I was preparing a meal, and I was talking to her over the phone. And the moment she said that about iron and how she wanted to be strong, I opened my freezer up, and I had a. I had a fresh bag of spinach in there. So I said, hmm, you know what? I'm going to prepare this spinach for her because she's she's wanting to be strong. And then at the same time, when I was fixing it, was the first time that I told her that I loved her over the phone. Hmm. So so it it kind of had a connection where I was fixing spinach for her for strength and iron because, of course, we know spinach is good for us, but at the same time, I was t- I was just telling talking to her about how I love her and everything, mm-hmm. which I said, huh? Not only am I strengthening her, but I'm giving her love as well. So that's where strengthening her love came from. And this one is interesting. Broccoli is one of my favorite vegetables. It says, "I love my baby broccoli dip." And then you write, "How?" And I love this because you have these little sort of love poems, and then you go into the recipe. So here's one that says, "How many ways do I love you? Let me count the ways." You love her enough to cook healthy. You love her enough to feed her. You love her enough to cherish her and to give her your heart. There's not a day that goes by that your heart isn't growing stronger for her, and you know the way to her heart is through good food and great loving. And then yes. you talk about the broccoli dip. <laughs> now, that, that one right there was, if, if you can put yourself in, in a mind setting when I when I'm talking about, of course, broccoli is a really good food, and that is one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. But not only do you want to love a person, but you want to you want to make sure that they're healthy as well. And you know, I I want to keep it on. I wanted to keep you know a lot of healthy things in there because we have a lot of people that are health conscious today. Yes. So yes. I wanted to provide them with something where say, hey, when you when you're showing love, it's not all about you know just giving them a whole bunch of nothing. But I'm going to teach you how to prepare some good meals and you prepare them in such a way that when they taste and they'll forget all about whatever it is that they're eating. Because, see, that's the whole key. And, when I, and what I encourage everyone, when you're preparing that meal, invite that maid in the kitchen with you and say, hey, baby, taste this right here. Tell me what you think about this. Or better yet, let me feed it to you tonight. Hmm. 
You must have a lot of romance in your house, Chef Wells. <laughs> hey, I, that's what I dedicated my time to keeping the spice in my life because that's one of many ways. You know, we're always looking for ways to keep the spice have, in our have, life. You must have women who come up to you in your when you teach and say, "We, I want you that to rub off on my spouse or my loved one." <laughs> do they say that to you? Yeah, I do. Actually, I'm in the process of starting a class. You know, where I encourage men to come in, and, and we call it love cooking. Let me encourage you to love cooking, but as I tell women, hey, the class is open for you as well. Yeah. Be, because it's a give and receive. They, and, and that's what I want to encourage you. When you're looking for new ways to add that spice to your life, you don't have to just go all out. It can be right in the comfort of your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can just imagine, I, you know, uh, your, your mate come in and say, you know what, just relax and dinner's on me tonight. Mm, how nice. Exactly. How nice. <laughs> and, and that's just the beginning of it. Well, we're going to talk more about this. This is uh, really something in terms of love and cooking. We're going to talk more about, with Chef Wells, about other things that he makes, from cabbage to salmon to shrimp to desserts, and sort of the philosophy behind these wonderful foods and how you can make healthy foods and really add love to your food. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back. My guest today is Chef Bernard Wells, and he food has been the cornerstone for lovemaking, yet often so ignored. Typically, before any relationship reaches the bedroom, ventures, dinner dates always come first. For example, you know, your first date came before any first pleasure. And so what he's talking about here is how do we bring our all of this love into our kitchen. The name of the book is 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. And Chef Wells has been a chef since he's been a child. And Chef Wells, where are you located, in Atlanta? Yes, I'm located right outside of Atlanta in Ringo. Okay. All but, right, of course, that's not where the love cooking all started. Where would people write to you if they're interested? Where would they write to me? They would go to... They will go to JanardWells.com, or they can reach me at CookingForLovers.com. CookingForLovers.com. Okay, folks. Uh, Just go on the contact me page and fill in the information. Okay. Uh All right. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, 
And most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm... We had such a fun show today. Talk about positive thinking and wellness and turning problems into solutions and obstacles into opportunities and making your dreams come true. We're talking about food and love. And my guest today is Chef Gernard Wells, who has a new book, and he's going to have a new TV show, too. His book is 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. And you can log on to GernardWells.com, G-E-R-N-A-R-D Wells.com. Welcome back, Gernard. Thank you for having me back. This is really, really fun. All right, I got to talk about some of these other things. All right, now, so for example, I want to talk about cabbage. Now, you know, we don't think about cabbage as very sexy. We also think about cabbage, you know? <laughs> it blunts us. But, but listen, I love what you wrote before the recipe. You write, cutting with you is like a dream come true. Lie next to me and roll up with me in my arms that hold you so tight. Make it all so right. Stuffed and tucked in the warmth of your arms, the passion and tension draws me to alarm. Act now and act fast, and be sure to set the hourglass. And then you talk about how to make stuffed cabbage. <laughs> yes. It's wonderful. It really, it's so interesting how you, how you take the food and come up with kind of a meaning for the food. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of the foods are... I wanted to be the everyday food, except right. I wanted to teach them how to take an everyday food and make something passionate out of it. Mm-hmm. Because the average person today, those are the basic foods that they would cook at any given time. So what what I wanted to do was design it where it wouldn't take them, take them so much out of their setting, but they things that they're typically used to preparing so it will be easy and user-friendly for them and teach them how to prepare it with more of a hard feel passion for it. Right, because, the, I mean, the recipes aren't exotic. It's the attitude. You're talking about the attitude that you use when you make them. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Now, here's one that I love. Salmon is one of the most heart-healthy things, also one of my favorite foods. I eat salmon all the time. You right here, heart-to-heart salmon. Two hearts joined as one. There's no greater thing than to see love develop into its greatest formality. Your beat is my beat. Your skip is my skip. My emotion is yours. My heart next to yours equals one simultaneous beat forever. And salmon really is great for the heart. It is. And just imagine not only... Are we sharing an enchanted bond together by us having a meal together, but we're actually eating healthy as well. And that's one of the things, not only do I want to love you from the outside, but let me love you from the inside as well, which is healthy wise, because we know that I want to love, I want to love you as long as I can, and I want to keep you here as long as I can. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do two things for you. I'm going to cook for you to make you happy. On the emotional side as well, I'm going to feed you things healthy to keep you happy on the inside as well. Mm, that's great. Now, in this particular recipe for the salmon, you use mushroom soup and milk. Mm-hmm. So you make it more, um, uh, it's, a little, it's a little richer. Yeah, it is a little richer because, you know, I'm a southerner, of course, and, you know, mm-hmm. we like some rich foods. <laughs> All right, love. All right, got to read this one now, Gennaro. This is about crab cakes. Won't keep, her, won't keep her claws off me, crab cakes. I'm all yours. One look at you, and I'm at your mercy. Your clutches of love had me at your mercy. My heart begging and pleading, wanting more, needing more, desiring more, thirsting for more, and scratching, clawing, lusting for more. And then you talk about crab cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because now, crab, crab, of course, any seafood, it stimulates. 
and it's sex, a sexual emotion. That's why it's called won't keep her claws off me crab cakes. And anyone that has a patch for any crabs will know that that when you when you with your mating, if you eat any kind of seafood, your desire for them is higher. I didn't know that. Any seafood? You mean like shellfish? I thought yes, it was shellfish. I thought it was oysters. Oysters. You you have oysters. You have shrimp. You have crab and lobster. Any of those four. What about clams? Clams. You 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 can get you get a good reaction out of clams if you squeeze a lemon over them before eating them. Okay. All right. But but more the shrimp and oysters and crab. Mm-hmm. And lobster, yes. Well, and they're more exotic anyway, um, actually. All right, well, let's talk about, um, let's see. Where do you want to go next to you? You've got so many wonders. What's one of your favorites? <laughs> I was wondering what you your favorite. What's your wife's favorite? <laughs> Knocking boots, key lime chicken. Ooh. <laughs> talk about that one. Yeah, now knocking boots, key lime chicken. That that is one of my all time favorites as well. Um, right now, I'm currently I'm on a 16 city tour throughout the United States, from Barnes and Nobles, from California to Las Vegas, and everywhere in between. And one of the the unique things that I do at the Barnes and Nobles is prepare food, actually, in the bookstore. Really? So when people come in, yeah, when they come in, they actually get an experience that they've never, never before experienced. Because not only do you have a chef in that signing a book, but you actually get a chance to try the food firsthand. And my biggest request that I've been getting from all over the United States is the knock and boost key lime chicken. Okay, and the reason, right here. All right, I want you. I'm going to read this. Okay. I want you to wear your boots today because I got something in store for you. It might be a flood of love throughout the house, so I want you to be prepared just in case it's time to get way, waist deep into each other. So take your boots off out of the closet and let me let me knock them off for you. It will be my pleasure. All right. So why is this everybody's favorite, Gernard? <laughs> for some for some reason, when you mix the lime with the chicken, and then I have my very own special barbecue sauce that I basted with in there. And actually the name of it is Chef Gennard's Love in a Jar. How could something this good be jarred up? And when they baste it because I have special additives in there, it actually stimulates your taste, but it, it actually is designed to roll roll off your back palate, which mm-hmm. is a, a food terminology, but designed to roll off your tongue. But what it does is it triggers an actual keen sense of touch. And it's something amazing. That's one of the things offered from studying different ingredients over the years that I've learned. You can you can mix several ingredients together and you'll get a different reaction from them. Now, it says in the book that it's best on the grill, but if, you know, if it's cold weather and you're not outside, you can also bake or broil it. Is it as good baked or broiled? Yes, it is. Is There is no wrong way to prepare knocking boots, key lime, chicken. The only wrong way to prepare it is if your mood is not right, and it will still set the tone afterwards. Okay, well, this one I have to make. You got me going now on this one. Why don't you try that one? I want you to go to my website and blog me about it and tell me what you think. Okay, I will. Incredible. All right, now here. What, what now, don't make it alone now, and I can't be, I can't be more responsible for what takes place afterwards. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so what's your next what's your next favorite besides this this wonderful chicken? The skinny dipping shrimp cocktail. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, the skinny dipping shrimp cocktail I actually teach them how to make their own cocktail sauce. Okay. And and one of the neat things that I always give tips to people is when you're preparing these meals, a lot of them you don't have to use your traditional plates. If you have a nice wine glass, a margarita glass in your home, prepare it and serve your meal in that. Wait a minute. Prepare your your chicken in a, in a margarita glass? No, you, you, of course you will prepare it in your, your skillet, but when you serve it, you will put it in there. 
Really? Yeah, you can put it in there. See, one of the things, we, we remember, we want to keep everything comfortable and the mood set. So once you prepared and you served in your margarita glass, then it's easy for you and the other person. You might want to sit on the couch together or snuggle up and have your dinner in bed. And what you do, you holding your margarita glass or your wine glass, and you're eating your meal out of that. How How clever. Now, do people write to you? Do you get what? Tell me what some people say when they write to you, having tried all this. Um, here, <laughs> or can you tell us? Or can you tell us? <laughs> well, I, I get a lot of unusual things. I, I get everything from people requesting me to come to their house and prepare, all the way down to. Um, me walking people through it because if you go to my blog, JanarWells.blog.com, you can ask me questions on there and I'll walk you through your meal. You know, that's the kind of service that I prepare, I provide to people that have patronized me and the books, you know, they have open access to me. You know, there's, there's something else here though that I want to mention because I think it's important. I think this also helps us to appreciate food. I think we're in this fast food culture where we're not sitting down, we're not eating, we're eating on the run. And this also helps you in terms of appreciating food, slowing down, and not just eating between meals and eating anything, but really savoring your food, which is part of eating well. That That is so true. That That is very true. And that's one of the messages that I try to get out because what I, we we in today's world, we're, we're accustomed to eating on the go, everything is on the go, and where has the having the meal at the dinner table or having the meal in our house, where has it gone? And, you know, normally when we think, okay, well, we really don't have time for each other. It's our work, she works, you know, the, the usual. If we, we have busy life, we have busy lifestyles, and what's normally happen when you're talking to the other half? Um, what do you bring it home for dinner? So what I want to do, and, these, and, and 75% of the meals that I have created in the book, they can make them in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah, which they're not complicated. That, I mean, these no, they're not. are not complicated at all. Yeah, that's wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break. This is really fun, and, and it's, it's, it's fun, and it's terrific, and it also makes people happy, and that's what positive living is all about. My guest today is Chef Gernard A. Wells, Sr. His book is... 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers, From the Kitchen to the Bedroom. He shows you how to add love to your food. And you can log on to Gernard, G-E-R-N-A-R-D, Wells.com. You're listening to Positive Living. If you have any questions and you're listening live today, March 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific, you can call us at 866-472-472. Five seven eight eight. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll free right now. One eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. And ask our all star team to answer your question. That's one eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com. everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and we really have a fun show for you today. You know, Positive Living is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your challenges into solutions, and sometimes we have some very heavy topics, but I mean, they're all designed to help you uh, live a better life. But today we have a topic that's designed to help you live a better life, but it's fun and it's light. But let me tell you, it's long-lasting. It will really help you with your mood, with your life with your love life in particular. My guest today is Chef Gernard Wells. His book is 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. And his website is Gernard, J-E-R-N-A-R-D, Wells.com. And he's a wonderful chef, and he's been cooking since he's been a child, and he's devised this, really, this method of putting your heart and soul and love into your cooking and letting your loved one know all that and then really creating passion 
in your life from the food. Am I right about that, Gerard? Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, the, the, it, it has always been said, the way to eat one dollar is through their stomach. That's true. You hear that all the time. And it yeah. really is. Yeah. If, you, if you can fix a good meal and keep that person satisfied in the stomach, everything else will fall. And the key, and, and just things, simple things to remember. If, if you go, if you go without food, you know how you start to feel grouchy, upset. You know, if you eat bad food, you're feeling upset or disappointed. You keep supplying good food and see what happens. Well, you know, it's interesting because, as you said, you know, food and passion have have gone together for forever. And uh, I have, uh, I don't know if the word is guilty, but I've been guilty of going out to eat and tasting something and saying something like. This is so good. There's only one thing better than this. But that's 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 what it's all about. Let's talk about your bourbon potatoes. Oh, and your seductive potatoes. Uh-huh. Okay, talk about your talk about those. You want me to read the Let's read the seductive potatoes since we're talking about all this love <laughs> business here. Yeah, we're going to seduce some more potatoes. All right. Seduce me and make me want you. Make me need you. I will do anything and everything for you. I'm under your spell. I can't tell if I'm coming or going to the kitchen or the bedroom, but wherever I end up, it'll be pleasurable. Now, how does how do you relate that to a potato? I don't think of a potato as something very sexual. So explain that. Well, when you, when you relate the moistness and the fluffiness and the soft softness of a potato, yep. it's the same as a woman. Okay. She's moist, she's soft, and she's tender. Just like the same way when you when you're making potatoes and when you taste them. And see, everything when I was preparing these meals, that's what I envisioned in my head. Mm-hmm. And that's what about it. All the foods are being related to that special someone. And when you read the stories, that's what ties it in. All right, now here's another one with potatoes. This is a little more racy. This is peel her clothes off potatoes. <laughs> give her a show. Give her a show. Sit her down. Play some music and start dancing while taking everything off one piece at a time. Tell her it may not be her birthday or yours, but that it will be the, uh, the attire today. Can you say birthday suit? Peel, baby, peel. And this is just—it's very easy. It's one stick of butter, a half a cup of flour, a cup of Parmesan cheese, and five potatoes. Exactly, and that was a exactly, and that was a true life event where that story came from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is really all right. Let's pick something else. Let's talk about desserts. Pick some of the desserts you really love. Hmm. Rainbow and the ice cake. Rainbow and the ice cake. Yeah, I have that right here. Uh-huh. And place her at the end of the rainbow. Find sweet pleasure and treasure in her heart like a pot of gold. And you use strawberries for this and a sponge cake. Yes, simple. Simple things that you can run into any grocery store and pick up. I don't care where you at. And we know that it's, it's, really, it's really an all-time favorite because what you're preparing in a bigger form is pretty much a strawberry shortcake. Yeah. And who don't love strawberry shortcakes? Tell me how you came up with this whole concept of the love. I mean, what, when did you sit down and say, you know, I mean, you've known it your whole life, but when did you sit down and say, I'm putting this on paper, this is really something? Because it's a twist. It's a unique twist. Yeah, when I, um, actually when I was 16, it started when I was, was 10 and people were like, oh, man, you, you were young, but I always had a desire for cooking. And so one summer when I was 16 years old, I was in, in high school, and I was out for the summer. And in a, all the other guys, we were going into our senior year, they had cars, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have a car, but by being just me and my mother, because my father had passed away, I knew that at that present time she couldn't, you know, financially afford one. So I told her, I said, well, you know, I have a skill for cooking. I said, what I want to do is I had $50 to my name, and I told her, I said, when you come home, I want you to take me to the to Sam's Hotel so I can buy some food. I'm going to open up a restaurant out the house. 
And my mother was like, okay, yeah, right. But she said, well, I'll tell you what. If you're going to do it, when you get home, I'm going to take you to the health department at the time in the town we lived in. You have to get the TB test for handling food and get your business license. She this took me into... Wait a minute. This was at age 16. This was at age 16. That's amazing. So, so she took me to do that. Then she took me to Sam's, and I bought I bought all the food that I needed because I only had... Um, I had $35 left because she told me, I'm going to treat you just like a businessman. You got to pay me for gas and you got to pay for your own license. So I said, okay. So I had $35 left and I bought just, just simple stuff, just hamburgers, french fries, and some chicken. But that first week off that $35 would advertise and put flyers on the neighborhood. I made $150. Hmm. So I said, hmm, I must really be on to something. So I took that one, that hundred and fifty dollars and invested it all back in and buying food for the next week. For the after that, it, it, within a two week period of time, I was making five hundred dollars a week. Mm. This was just selling food. But then my biggest customers started being women, and they were in the neighborhood working women. They were coming. Oh, we want because I I diversified it more. I started making my own gourmet pizzas, and they said, Ooh, um, July. They started coming. He's he's the chef of love, and that's where it came from. He's the chef of love. So they started saying, oh, yeah, let me go to that love chef, the little love chef kid and get me a pizza. So they started coming. So, so they, they kind of named you the love chef. You didn't yeah. name yourself. No, they, I didn't. Really? They, yeah, and from, from that point, and it got to the point where I was cooking so much I was having, I would have dreams about, different foods and whatever I would dream about, I could go in the kitchen and I can prepare what regardless of how outrageous it was, just combining different ingredients. Yeah. And now you were doing this out of your home. Out of your out of my, home. Out of my mother's home. Hmm. And my mother told me, she said, You know what, Janar? She said, You should start writing down everything that you fix because you never know one day it may come in handy. Hmm. And I said, Well, Okay, I guess I will. So I started actually at 16 writing down recipes. I have over a thousand recipes. Unbelievable. And how, and how long have you been doing this now? Um, what is it? Oh, I guess about, about 13 years now. Mm, amazing. And you yep, and I, um, yeah, at, thir- at 13 because I'm only 28 now. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I've been doing it for that long, and I, from that, it, the business started doing so good, I was able to actually earn enough money to venture out and open my own restaurant. I've had three restaurants since then. You have, you have not had formal training as a chef? Before, before that, but I decided when I turned, when I was 23, I decided I wanted to actually put a legitimate seal behind my name, so I said I was going, I, I paid my way through culinary arts school, and I went to the Memphis Academy of Culinary Arts in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. And, and, what did, and what did you gain there? I mean, in terms of, because you had so much already, what what did that help you do, do you think? Um, really, what it, it helped, it helped me put everything in perspective, because the majority of the stuff I had learned over time just by doing it, but it helped me to put a lot of the different culinary terminologies and names yeah. in their proper place. Um, certain styles, it, it added extra styles. It enhanced everything that I was already doing, mm-hmm. which uh, perfected me. Interesting. That, that's, that's, that's what it did. And but, you know, I want to say something here because I want to talk about going for the dream a little bit. Now, you had a mother who supported you. Now, mm-hmm. think about that. You know, if you had done this at 16 and your mother said, no, no, Jannard, forget it. You're not doing that. You're going to go play basketball with the boys, and we're not, you're not messing up my kitchen. You know, look what she did for you. I mean, you wouldn't have been able to have that. And so your mother was really instrumental in helping you create this. She, she really she really did. Because I, I, picked, I picked it up. When I picked all the cooking and everything up, as I said, I, when I was 10, when I started having passion for it, was when my father was alive, and that's what my father did. 
You know, so that's all that's all I ever saw. My father, you know, he was Was he a chef? No, he he wasn't a chef. He, he my father ended up um having an accident, um, in his in a long time ago and ended up being disabled. He had both his legs were amputated and his arm. He learned how to walk on two prosthetics hmm. and had a prosthetic arm. And I, I said, I used to always mess with him and say he learned how to do that to keep up with my mother. And he learned how to live a normal life and get around with that. But what he did, because he was disabled and couldn't work a job, so he took the role as keeping, because my mother was working full-time, he took the role as in making the setting at home always comfortable for her. And this was one of the things I noticed he always did. He always cooked. He would get in the kitchen. I was just being there watching him when I get home from school on weekends, seeing him just mixing up and making different things. And I was like, Even with hey. one arm. One arm. Unbelievable. So you you were taught very young. You were motivated very young. You what you learned from your parents is talk about turning obstacles into opportunities. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit around and him. He really made his life work. Very inspirational, Very. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're a very inspirational person, not just a a chef who who talks about love cooking, but really about going for your dreams, and that's what we're talking about today. My guest is Chef Gernard Wells. His book is 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. He has wonderful recipes, and his website is Gernard wells.com j-e-r-n-a-r-d wells.com you're listening to Positive Living I'm Patricia Raskin stay tuned we'll be right back talk 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 that's all we do is talk if you'd like to talk call us toll free right now at 1-866-472-5787 one 472 5787 Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show it is rather a fresh fast paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women men optional hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, voiceamerican.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin. We have such an inspirational show for you today. My guest is Chef Gernard Wells, J-E-R-N-A-R-D, and his website is GernardWells.com, J-E-R-N-A-R-D, Wells.com. His book is 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. He's been cooking since he's been 16. He's now 28. 
is traveling all over the country with this wonderful tour, and he makes food and he shows you how food is part of passion and love and how you create food with love in your heart and passion in your heart, and it just does wonders for your love life as well as for your relationship in general. Welcome back, Chef Wells. Do not tell me. Um, what do you say to people who, let's say, you've just had an argument, or let's say, you know, you've got some bad news? Should you stay out of the kitchen? I mean, what is your advice when things are tough, or you've had a fight? What do, what do you say? Well, <laughs> still because we know food is the icebreaker. Food is the sedative for anything. Food will calm you down. And I'll give you some some prime examples. When you go to a funeral, you know, people lose loved ones. They're at the funeral. They, they cry and they fall out everywhere. 40 to, 40 to 50 minutes after the funeral is over and they're at the repast, what is it? they're eating and they're laughing and talking like nothing has even taken place. That's because when you eat and food goes into your stomach, all the blood that's in your brain is causing you to react and be so emotional off of thoughts. It rushes down to your belly to break down the food. So food actually calms you down. That's why food is always given after a funeral. Anytime that you have bad news, knowing what people say, okay, just sit down. And that's eating that break the bad news over the dinner table. Because food keeps you calm. Because, see, normally when you're, if you remember the old, the saying in some schools, what they would te- what they would do with kids when they were giving those statewide tests, they would all, the teachers on that day would pass out bubble gum for the students to chew while they're taking the test. Mm-hmm. That's because it causes you to think and it keeps you calm. Food keeps you from overreacting. At the same time, food is such a joyous thing. That's why when you celebrate, what's normal, what do people normally say when they celebrate? Let's go out to get something to eat. If you get a promotion on the job or something takes place real good, what you normally say? Let's celebrate over dinner. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So anytime if you're feeling upset, just, just, just prepare something simple. And what I always say is, if you're upset and you're alone and you're upset because of a reading, just, just eat you some fruit because sometimes it can have an adverse reaction to it. And you know that's why some people tend to say, okay, because they were depressed at a certain point in their life, they started eating, they gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. The reason is, is because. The depression stage that they were going through, whenever they ate the fruit, made them feel good. Mm-hmm. So you're saying eat some fruit? Yeah. If, if you feel if you're feeling upset, just get you a peach or a plum or something and just bite into it, mm-hmm. yeah. and and allow that bite to relieve the stress that's going on. Okay. So your your closing thoughts, Gernard, about eighty eight ways. To her heart, and in general, about food and love. If people get one thing out of this program today, what's your message? The key is to always remember to cook with love. Whatever you're doing, regardless of what's going on, always remember when you enter into your kitchen, put your passion mode on. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole key, and I I I cook for love even. For my kids, it's because I'm sending a different love to them than, of course, that I'm sending to my wife because, you know, you're giving your wife two loves. You're giving her passion love and you're giving her intimate love and you're giving her the needed love as well. Mm-hmm. But for your kids, when, when you instill that into, when they see the passion that you put in the way you're cooking your food for them, then it's going to always keep them closer to home because when we get older, and our kids get older and they're veering up going to college and different things, food will be that key reason that will bring them home every Sunday. And do you think that you can do this and also help your kids learn how to eat healthy and not to overeat and, you know, to um, to learn how to appreciate food? Yes, you can because... Whatever they, the way they see you fixing it in the home, that's the that's the way they're going to be accustomed to it. 
that's why you have some kids out there that if you try giving them a home-cooked meal or you try preparing them at home, they'll jump up and down screaming, I want McDonald's or I want Burger King or wherever that's pizza. That's because that's what they're accustomed to seeing you eat on the go, on the go. But you you take, like, things we always say we have a problem with getting them to eat Brussels sprouts or, or broccoli, per se. You can take that same broccoli and you just put something nice with it. You know, broccoli, and you saute your broccoli, and if the child likes pineapples, mix, chop you some pineapples up and mix it in there. And let the, the, that pineapple flavor saturate in that broccoli and see how fast they eat it. <laughs> so it's all about love, and it's all about teaching them the appreciation. Really, thank you for coming on today. It was it was it's really been my fun, inspirational. And again, tell people how to get a copy of your book and to learn where your to- your book tours are. Okay, to learn where the book tours are, they can go to JunardWells dot com. They can get a copy of the book from there, or to see all the line of products that I have, they can go to CookingForLovers dot com. C O O K I N G F O R L O V E R S and you have salad and, dressings and all kinds of things. Yes, everything they can think of. A sh- I have a Chef Janot, everything from Chef Janot's barbecue sauce all the way down to seasonings. I've designed a way to enhance the flavor of seasoning instead of just buying your, your typical seasoning sauce from your, your local store. I, I have things like garlic butter. Um, I have one season that's called Secret Weapon. And, and they love that one. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Stay on the line. Thank you, okay. Chef Wells. Chef Gernard Wells, 88 Ways to Her Heart, Cooking for Lovers from the Kitchen to the Bedroom. Next week, my guest is Elijah Free. His book is Apprentice to Angels, My Life as a Healer. And this book is really all about what he has learned as a healer in terms of stories. He has a very mystical life, and he's healed thousands of people from illness and pain, and he helps people to heal and also has taught something called Apprentice to Angels. Very, very interesting. He's a medical, master medical herbalist and does a lot with iridology and fibromyalgia, and so he's a wonderful healer, and this should be an interesting interview. Folks, and I always say at the end of Positive Living, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, eat well with lots of love, as Chef Gernard Wells just said, and know you can make your dreams come true. Write to me at patricia at raskinresources.com. And until next time, for Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week. listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.